All right, Christmas is over, okay? This is episode nine, and we are going to talk about food and food etiquette and weird combinations and whatever else, right? The reason I've brought this on is, let's let's backtrack a little bit. Christmas is finished. I ate everything, like anyone else, I ate everything I could at Christmas. Everything is sight. It didn't even have to look appetizing. I wasn't even hungry. If it was there and it was slightly edible, I've eaten it, right? I was like a Henry the Hoover. I was just, it was gone. Um, and I just decided to turn a new leaf in January, as everyone else does again. And I go, look, as of January the 1st, this is it. This is the new me. Um, so I decided to get back on track with my making my meals. So my breakfast, lunches and dinners, whatever. I was meal prepping a lot of them anyway. And, and it, I was feeling good. So what I decided to do was attempt to find things that are sort of slightly lower calorie um, that I could snack on in between. Now, one of the things I found was rice cakes. Now, if you just take a rice cake plainly as it is, it is one of the most vile things ever. It is just like eating polystyrene. I don't know if anyone else has, you know, properly indulged in a rice cake. I, I think they come in caramel, cheese, whatever. They're horrible. They're just they're flavorless and disgusting. And if you are able to eat a rice cake dry on its own, then, you know, I, I don't know what kind of problem you've got, but you've got something. Um, so I decided to attempt to try and make them less dry. So I sent a Snapchat to my mates the other day. Where I said, look, is this acceptable? Well, I didn't say it was acceptable. I said, this is the only way to eat rice cakes, which is true. Cheese rice cake, get my ketchup <laughs> all around in like a sphere type motion, um, cover the whole thing and eat it. Okay, I don't see a problem with this. I've actually told a couple of people. A couple of people didn't see a problem with it. My mates had a big problem with it. But their problem with me and ketchup stems from p- previous, which is that when I was younger, say when I was younger, I probably still do it now. I still do things like um, there's no way to describe other than a ketchup sandwich. So I would get a slice, this is mainly because I never knew how to cook or make food, so this was just an easy, quick, I'll just quickly have this because I'm a little bit hungry, it's as easy as it sounds really, slice of bread, ketchup, bosh, squeeze together, you eat, it's simple, I don't see what the problem is, it's, it's bread, which is nice, it's ketchup, which is nice, you put them together, they're nice, I don't, I don't see the problem with this, but my mates have a big issue, and I just, I hope to God, that anyone listening to this, I understand there's probably a lot of you thinking, right, I'm going to turn off now because I don't listen to ketchup-eating freaks like you, and that's fine, you go, that's fine, but I just want to understand if I'm on my own here, because if I am, maybe I need to stop doing this. Um, but I don't even think that's the weirdest sort of food habits I've heard. For example, my stepmom, she makes beans, she makes baked beans, and I remember seeing this when when, when I first started seeing it, I don't know why she she done it, but she get a knob of butter, she cooks the beans, whatever, keeps them up, and she gets a knob of butter, puts the, puts the knob of butter in the beans, stirs it, to me, that is bizarre. That is just that is just obese beans. There's no point. It's just it, it causes nothing for the flavour, but all it does is is give me two steps close to obesity and 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 diabetes. That was it. It was just it done nothing. And and, and they're the kind of food combinations I think should be slaughtered. Mine wasn't that bad. You know, for example, I think that I think that pineapple on pizza though, on the flip side, gets a slightly bad rap. When actually, don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of it. In the past, you know, 14-year-old me may have pretended to like it because he fancied someone a little bit and wanted to impress him. Didn't know how I thought that was going to impress him, but he did. But in reality, I never liked it. But that's beside the point. I tried it and decided I didn't like it. There's a lot of people who just go, no, nah, pineapple pizza is disgusting. Have you tried it though? No, 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 but it's disgusting. It doesn't, don't, don't go together. And I just think that you people need to grow up a little bit. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are times when I think fruit with, like, for example, warm fruit. Now, people who like apple pies and apple crumbles and things like that, 
again, you're not the type of people I want to associate myself with because, in my opinion, warm apple, just generally warm fruit, is just a big known. I, I understand, by the way, this is just a side note. This is a, a bit less serious than the last few podcasts, and I understand that, but that's fine. I've got a lot to vent, okay? So, apple crumble, apple pies, warm apple, whatever like that. Even just the look of it. You can't tell me that you look at apple pie and apple crumble and think, yeah, you know what, that, that looks good. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't look good, doesn't taste good, nothing. Warm fruit, it's a big no. Uh, yeah, just there is not a time... I can think of where warm fruit is a good thing. So these are the type of people I think, and and they I'm getting slaughtered for things like ketchup and rice cakes, and I think these are the type of people that should be you know taking a bit of stick. For example, chips in a milkshake. Now I don't know where this come from. I think it's an American thing. It's not good. I have tried it, so I'm not just jumping on the bandwagon. It's not good. You dip your chips in milkshake, you're a freak. End of. Um, I, I'm not even going to debate half. I'm not even going to. not even got much to say about these apart from that. These are just the things that spring to mind now. Where I'm going. These people are weirder than me. You know, these habits are weirder than mine. Um, you know, there's not there's not a point in time where chips in a milkshake is good. All you're doing is putting your salty chips, salty chips in your milkshake. So now your milkshake's got salt in them. Your chips all soggy from the milk. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's not even again. That's not even the weirdest one I've heard. I've heard people. And this is actually quite a common one, apparently. People dip their toast in their tea in the morning. I don't know who these people are, and I don't know where they're from, but that's just wrong in all senses. So what you've got, in essence, is you've to- you've you've gone downstairs. You've 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 toasted your bread. Okay, you've put butter on it, and then you decided to dip that butter buttered toast in your bread. So now you've got butter in your tea. What what did you want to accomplish from that? What does that gain? Because your toast is already hot. So by adding the tea, all you're doing is making soggy toast and then buttery tea. What What is the point in that? So these, again, I feel like, although my ketchup thing may be slightly weird, only slightly, there are a lot worse people in this world. Again, I'll move on to people who eat dry cereal. Now, I don't even need to take much time again for, for these people. You just need to understand that if you eat dry cereal, you should be on a list. Um... For two reasons, really. One, you're putting yourself through torture. You know, I don't, I can't begin to fathom how someone eats, like, chews on, and then swallows dry Weetabix and shreddies. Like, how, how do you do that? How does it not just, how do you, what, what's going on there? Like, how do you process that? Like, you know, Cocoa Pops, Rice Krispies, things like that. Like, what, what do you gain out of that? I understand if you don't like milk, I'll, I'll sort of take that on the chin and go, fine. Now, you don't like milk, that's that's on you, that's fine. I do understand that to a certain point, but then you should be banned from eating cereal, that's it. If you don't like milk, you're not allowed to eat cereal, end of. That's just, just no, there's no argument there whatsoever. And the second reason for freaks who eat dry cereal is, moves on to the complete other side of the conversation, which is food etiquette. Now, I don't want to attempt to compare these people too closely together, but loud eaters, to my mind, offend me on a similar scale as paedophiles do. There isn't much gap there. Now, hold on before you think that was drastic, because these people are they're, they're the devil's work, these people. they And some of them, some of them are even, they even eat loud and they're proud of it. You know they are. So you'll sit and... and I hate to name names. I've got family members like it. They they do it. And and I've been a tourist for I quickly eat my dinner, get away from the dinner table. That's just it. Right? These people 
They eat loud. Not only do they eat loud, they're proud of it. So you see them, you're eating your dinner, and you can you can hear them. And you, you do, you try and put it past it. You, you kind of go, right, no, look, I'm mature, and it's fine. If you eat loud, you're just enjoying your meal. That's fine. But then they keep doing it. And then it's not just the, the food, it's the drink. It's the it's the sounds that are coming out of these people. And you think, like, what, what? how does your body make these sounds? What, what, what process is going on for this to happen? And... I don't know what it is, maybe it's just me, but when I hear loud eaters, it honestly like grates on me, I can feel my patience wearing away through each like sound, each crunch, each slurp, each whatever, I can I can feel my patience running away, now this is a big thing for me, after a first date, if I think they eat loud, I mean don't get me wrong, I don't know who I think I am, because I don't get much of a choice anyway, but if after a first date, if they ate loud, that would be it, and I might actually have to tell them, I might have to say look, there's some feedback, you're great, you know, you're, you're a laugh, you're funny, you're good, but you eat loud, big no from me, and unfortunately, I know from your personality that, that ain't going to change, you're quite happy to eat loud, and that's on you, that's fine, it's not me, I'm not doing it, like, I'll be sitting at the dinner table, and like I said, you'll put it past, you go, look, you concentrate on something else, you know, oh, the telly's on, there's music on, whatever, and you just forget that these people exist, and then they, they make these noises, and I just can't help it, I can't, I can't help, but, like, inside, I'm screaming, and, like, I just don't get like like how these I don't know I don't know what they'll say about these people apart from that they just they need to be eradicated I mean if they're in the gene pool I mean for all I know if these people are in the gene pool then we need to get rid of them they need to go that's just as simple as that I just I have no other thing to say about it apart from they need to go um but I mean, food etiquette in general, I think is something that I just don't think. I think people force upon things to you that that, that they shouldn't. At the same time, I think you know people who, for example, I'm right-handed, right? I eat with my fork in my right hand. To me, this isn't an issue. I tell you why it's not an issue because either way, I get the job done. I cut food normally, fork in, knife, cut food, food in mouth. Right? It's done. Easy. But. People seem to think it's a big issue. You get them, them people, they're the same people that when you walk into the office at like 8.31, they'll go, oh, afternoon. They're them sort of people. They go, oh, yeah, you're eating in the wrong hand, this and that. Well, I'm not, because what, what's what's wrong about this? The food is still going in my mouth. Like, I understand, like, it's, it's regardless of however it happens, it's ended up my mouth and I've consumed it. So, so it's not wrong. It's just different to you. There's no right way of doing it. And... I just don't. I don't understand what their point is about making a point of this. This. I don't know what the point of this whole that this whole episode was. I've just. I've just got a lot of pent up aggression through for loud eaters and people getting on my back about my food habits. So that's all coming out now. But for, yeah, I don't think there's any issue with me using my fork in my right hand. It's. It's not a problem. The only other food etiquette I do have an issue with is when you're eating food on public transport now i think there's an unwritten rule and i think everyone who's normal understands it but you know foods that smell foods that notoriously don't smell good when you're not consuming them they shouldn't be eaten on public transport that's just a fact that's just a way of life you all know it you know when you're on the tube or whatever you want there's a mutual respect there you go you know what yeah that's fine we're not gonna i've got this pack of monster munch in my bag but i'm not going to eat them because there's poor people around me who would have to sit here from from one end of the district line all the way to the other while i consume them and that's not nice so you don't do it but there's some people in this world that don't care about that for example boiled eggs should not be consumed on a train any form of smelly crisp should not be consumed on a train any form of smelly cheese should not be consumed on a train I have been sat next to people on trains, on the C2C especially, um, 
who they just decide willy-nilly, sitting next to me, they're just going to, I've been sat next to people from, from literally Fenchurch Street to Chafford, it's about 30 minutes, whatever it is, and they just whack open like a bag of pickled onion monster munch or Doritos hot chilli, whatever they are, the, the chilli ones, chilli heat wave. And I just think like, you die, you deserve to be thrown off this train like while it's moving. Like there's no two ways about it. You deserve to go. There's, how dare you? How dare you buy a ticket? sit next to me and then open them up like and just think it's all right you just and and i looked at them i I stared at him for a good five minutes and just thought like and he looks happy with himself he looks like he's done him done himself and the world a favor by eating them right now i just like i said i just i don't know i got the urge in my head to just throw him out just i don't know how i was going to do it but he had to go um don't get me wrong, there are times when there's exceptions to the rule. Like, if you've ever been at Fenchurch Street past, I don't know, half 11, you know, you jump on and the stench of Burger King is is mental. Like, but you accept that, you know, that's that's almost a way of life. Um, I, I'd actually give anything right now during this pandemic to, to smell Burger King and, and be on the train with a bunch of pissed up women and men from Essex who are on the way back because that is what about half 11 Friday Saturday night that's exactly what it is and you just you just see them and they're all just like dribbling including myself dribbling into their 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 bag of Burger King and their chips and that and, and it's just packed trains and, and that's the only time on this planet that smelly food is allowed to be eaten on a train it's the only exception you make and, and it's not even like I'm not saying that's an exception for anyone else literally Burger King at Fenchurch Street is the only reason you're ever allowed to eat on a train and, that, and, and that's final and I think these things need to be need to be stuck to I don't understand why there's people in this world that are walking about thinking that they're just allowed to eat smelly foods on trains I mean who do they think they are although as contradicting as this might be from my previous point um, I also have been in, in contact with someone who and I'm not joking when I say this. I cannot make this up. Um, I've known someone who um, only eats food with chopsticks. And that's that, that part of the story is fine. But what came into my mind afterwards, and, and I didn't know this person for too long. Um, this was part of a previous relationship. Um, I didn't know this person for too long, but I found out that if the food wasn't consumable, is that a word, consumable? That's fine, that would do. Consumable with chopsticks, then they would use their hands. Now, when I say that, I mean... I remember I was round there. Um, they lived in. They live. I can't. I, how do I not name names here? They lived in a uni flat. Um, he's a really nice guy as well, though. Um, they lived in a uni flat, and they ordered a, a an Indian one. That I know this. By the way, I know this episode has been completely sporadic. I'm just everything that comes to my mind right now. Food and food etiquette related. It's just. It's just. It's just coming out in one go. I don't know if it's going to be a long one, a short one, what. But anyway, back to the story. This guy. Really lovely guy, by the way. He, they ordered a curry, right? They ordered a curry, and um, we ordered the, we ordered the food, right? So the food turns up. I dish my food up. They just, and I, and I was sort of looking at him, and I was going, and I mentioned to my partner, time, I said, I said, like, what, what's he going to do? Like, how's he going to, how's he going to eat? So oh, well, we'll find out. I said, okay. So, so I'm looking over, and I'm going, oh, where's his chopsticks? I can't see him. No, he hasn't got them. Anyway, he gets these. He gets these, and I think I'm sure he was vegan. So whatever curry or he had, of I don't know what curry it was, but it didn't have anything in like chicken was or anything. But it was just a it was just a rice and a sauce with something else in. It. Anyway, sauce goes on rice, all in a bowl mixed up. Next thing you know, hands scoop in bowl out with curry and rice in mouth. I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. I witnessed it happen with my own eyes. I was just as baffled as you are listening to this. I've seen people do it, so I know I know it happens. I'm almost tempted to try it myself because because I I don't know if 
if maybe it enhances the experience or if I'm, I'm missing out on something, I don't know. I just, all I know is I've seen it happen and I wasn't comfortable with it at the time. It made me feel a bit funny inside. So, so yeah, you know, these are, these are things that, I, you know, although I'm, I'm preaching, you can't be too judgmental when it comes to people's food habits. I'm also very judgmental when it comes to people's food habits because, because it just, I feel like the whole planet needs to be aligned in, in how we eat and when what we eat and when we eat it and i think everyone everything will, will run smoother you know i just yeah i don't i don't know what the point of this what, what the point of this this whole podcast was but i had a lot to get i had a, not a lot i had a i had not a lot to get off my chest but a lot bottom line is if you haven't tried it yet rice cakes cheesy rice cakes in particular with ketchup on Go try it. If you try it and you didn't like it, fair play. I respect you. If you didn't try it and you're and you're sitting there right now listening, thinking, Ryan, I'm not doing that because you are a freak. Then maybe you know I don't want you listening no more. That's a joke. I still want you listening. But anyway, thanks for listening. Like I said, don't know what the point of this was. Um, I've just I've had enough of being too serious for the time being. So yeah, uh, thanks for listening.